0: Our lecture this morning is to be brought to us by Brother Herb Thomas, so I'll turn it over to him now. Brothers and sisters and friends of the Bible School. A man walked into a computer room one day and programmed a machine to tell him his future he fed such data in as his age, height, weight, achievement, and goals. And he turned it on. Momentarily, a picture flashed on a screen. Tomorrow morning, he would be struck by lightning at 6 a.m., and he would die. This was preposterous. Why, he would just stay indoors and prove that old machine wrong. Located on the control panel was a button marked Death Averted. Quickly, he pushed it. Immediately, The scene in front of him changed. The picture which was now on the screen showed five years into the future. There he was, standing arm in arm with a beautiful woman. Both were dressed very lavishly, he in a very smart double-knit suit, she in a gorgeous long gown wrapped in mink and adorned with diamonds they seemed very happy a car sped around the corner and out of control ran them both down he was killed instantly she was possibly crippled for life this was terrible angrily he pushed the death averted button once again the scene would immediately change this time, ten years into the future, a picture was flashing on the screen before him. There he was, sitting behind a large, ornate desk. He was shown head of his own company. Successful. He had a private secretary, a chauffeur driven car. He had membership in an exclusive country club. He had class, he had responsibilities. He had a heart attack and he died. Once again, angrily, he pushed the death averted button. Once again, the scene changed. This time, 15 years into the future, a picture flashed on the screen. There he was, skimming across the water, He was having fun on the water with his children. Beside him on one ski was his son. Just like his dad, strong, well-tanned, very athletic. Driving the boat was his wife and watching the skiers was his beautiful young daughter. Suddenly, suddenly out of nowhere, sped a low-slung, extremely fast speedboat. The driver didn't see the two skiers, and he ran them down. Both were killed instantly. Our man was seething mad. He pushed the death-averted button again and again. The resulting picture was equally as impressive, equally as depressing. The results were always the same. Finally he decided to go home. What he didn't realize was that he had become so wrapped up in all his accomplishments, so wrapped up in his future, that suddenly it was very late. Actually, it was early in the morning. As a matter of fact, as he stepped out into the street, it was 6 a.m., It was raining, and suddenly a flash of light and a loud clap of thunder. Fred lay very still on the sidewalk. He had been struck by lightning at 6 a.m., and he was very dead. Our man wanted to know the future, but we all know he went to the wrong source. Our man wanted life but he got death. Let's talk about life. Is it attainable? Unlike our man, we can't push push a death-averted button, but we can do what Christ said in John 5 and 39. Search the Scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life." In the scriptures, we find that man is without goodness, he is without immortality, without honor, and without glory. He is a, he is a humbled creature, made subject to vanity, and at enmity against God and His laws. The grand truth about God's Word is that honor and glory, incorruptibility, and life are the reward of good character. It is reasonable to assume then that bad character must be rewarded also. Ignorance. Perversion, corruption, and pain, and finally death, are the rewards of bad character. Was our man a bad character? Not necessarily. He just went to the wrong place for information. The Bible reveals to us two states, past and future. Of the future, we know nothing but as it is revealed in the scriptures. Of the past, like the present, the scriptures deal with the living, not the dead. We learn of the past by reading the scripture text, and we learn what the future holds also by reading the scriptures. It is unfortunate very few men acknowledge that the Bible holds the key to future happenings. By its own testimony, the past has been recorded, and the future proved infallible. Like our friend, then, let us look to the future. Christ said, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God draws near. Repent and believe the gospel. This kingdom, which is coming, is not like a circus which moves from place to place and is soon to come to our area, but like a blanket. It will cover the
1: earth.
0: It is said, God's glory shall fill the earth as waters cover the sea. Isaiah put it this way, Hearken unto me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look unto Abraham your father, for I called him alone, and blessed him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion, and joy and gladness shall be found therein. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. The kingdom to come is also referred to as an age to come. That which succeeds it is referred to the age of ages. Both these ages are future, and the scriptures show promise of man's inclusion. Paul asks this question, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Here's what we escape from ignorance of God's way, moral perversion, evils of this present life, and dissolution of the grave. We can escape if we believe that Jesus is the anointed king and son son of the living God if we believe that he died was buried and rose from the grave that you believe just as Abraham and have faith that God is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him and that he is the creator and sustainer of all life. Then you must be immersed in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that you walk worthy of his high calling, that you walk in patient continuance, denying yourself of ungodliness and worldly lust, living soberly, righteously, and godly, looking for that blessed hope and the appearing of the great Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, like the spokes of a wheel, you miss one of these things, soon you will weaken and fall. We, just like our man Fred in the story, don't want to die. All our life should be spent living so that we might live. If a man would praise the Lord, if he would remember Him, if he would celebrate His name and give Him thanks, if he would hope in his truth, if he would do anything and everything in Christ, then when he dies, he must rise again. Paul was convinced of this. In his letter to the Philippians, he wrote, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dumb that I may win Christ. He goes on to say, not having mine own righteousness, which is by the law, but the righteousness of God which is by faith. And in verse 11 of that chapter, he says, that I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Paul knew, as did David, that in death there is no remembrance of thee, O Lord. And in Ecclesiastes we read, whatsoever thy hand findest to do, Do it with all thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. Paul knew that as a living man, he stood related to only two states, the present and the future. Paul knew that what you did in the present Controlled what happened to you in the future. Paul also knew that in death there was no future. The scriptures tell us that tomorrow is promised to no one. So conclusively, there is no device made. No device made. No computer. No scientist anywhere who can add to or avert your death. John Thomas put it this way. The apostle's eye was fixed on the age to come, its kingdom, honor, glory, and immortality. The things of the kingdom and age to come are the things which are not seen, yet are enduring. They are not yet seen by the natural eye, but are discerned by the eye of faith, by the light of divine testimony. Paul said in Colossians, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. In conclusion, then, we know that the wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. I say, as the psalmist David said, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go unto the house of the Lord, for the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth even forevermore.